Welcome to Traveling Culturati, where we explore cultures and share travel news, travel tips, destinations, and travel chats. Visit TravelingCulturati.com for more information. Well, hey there, fellow Culturati. Javon Harley here, your host and travel pro for Traveling Culturati. Thank you so much for coming back for another week of travel news, travel tips, and travel chats. We've got a new and exciting gift giveaway that we want you to participate in. It's going to start December 6th and go for 12 days. It's the 12 days of travel. So from December 6th to the 17th, you want to follow along with our marketing brand, Traveling While Black. And you can follow us on any of the platforms, Instagram. We have a Facebook group and also our Facebook pages and Twitter. So make sure you follow along. You can either follow, join, or like whatever one you want to do because it's going to be across all of the platforms. Again, it's travelingwhileblack.com on Facebook, travelingwhileblacktwb on Instagram, and then also travelingwhileblack on Twitter. And like, follow, or join any of those pages. And for the 12 days of Christmas, we're going to do some nice gift giveaways, all travel related, some stocking stuffers and things that you can use in your travels. Today, we're embracing the season. It is December. It is after Thanksgiving, after Black Friday and Cyber Monday and Giving Tuesday. <laughs> There's so many things, which means that Christmas is right around the corner. And I've got a list of Christmas gifts for the traveler in your life. So if you're stumped and you know somebody who travels and you want to know what to get them, stay tuned. Get paper and pen handy or pull out your tablet, whatever it is you do to keep your notes, because I've got some great gift ideas for you. We'll also have Javon's Travel Minute and the Culture Report. I'm revisiting kind of a play on what I did last week with the Culture Report. We talked about Americanisms, words and phrases that are used in the United States that you don't hear other places. But today in the Culture Report, we're talking about why people hate the English language. <laughs> Even those of us who speak it as a first language sometimes are perplexed by many words. <laughs> so we'll get into that. But now we're going to get into some travel news. And I want to start things off with some crazy travel news. You just can't make this stuff up, but it happens. And thank goodness for social media we have it documented and I can report it to you. <laughs> like this story. A woman was reportedly breastfeeding a hairless cat on an airplane. Yeah, you heard that right. I'll say it again, just in case you thought you didn't hear it right. A woman was reportedly breastfeeding a hairless cat on an airplane. Yes, crazy things happen on airplanes. This is according to Newsweek. A picture has gone viral on Twitter of what appears to be a pilot messaging system where one pilot discusses how a passenger on a Delta airline flight to Atlanta began breastfeeding in the middle of the flight and not breastfeeding her child. She was breastfeeding her cat <laughs> at 30,000 feet. Flight attendant Ainsley Elizabeth detailed the incident on TikTok. This woman had one of those like Hairless cats swaddled up in a blanket so it looked like a baby. 
Her shirt was up, and she was trying to get the cat to latch, and she wouldn't put the cat back in the carrier, and the cat was screaming for its life. Oh my goodness. Crazy, crazy, crazy. We're going to get back into some real travel news now, and let's just talk about the elephant in the room. That is the Omicron coronavirus variant. There's not a lot we know about it now, except that it was identified in South Africa. It is not a South African variant. I want to make that very clear. It's just that the South African scientists were doing their due diligence in testing different variants. But there's a lot we don't know about it yet. The WHO, or World Health Organization, is certainly warning against blanket travel bans over the Omicron coronavirus. One thing is for sure, though, is that everyone is highly recommending for anyone who's considering travel to make sure that you are fully vaccinated. They are advising against travelers who are not vaccinated, although you can still travel if you're not vaccinated. You may have some additional steps and measures and more restrictions will come to those who are not vaccinated as well as those who are vaccinated. But either way, it's going to get more strenuous. So the WHO, in its latest guidance to authorities and travelers, said that people over 60 years of age who are not fully vaccinated or do not have proof of previous SARS-CoV-2 infection and those with underlying health conditions should be advised to postpone travel as they are at a higher risk and death. South African president calls for reversal of unjustified travel bans. They feel they are being penalized for their due diligence. But the World Health Organization is also saying that this should not prompt a blanket travel ban, that other measures should be put in place, but certainly not a blanket travel ban. And the White House is considering stricter international travel testing requirements amid the new variant. And this will require additional testing and screening. They have not made or published their final decision at the time of this recording. That may change over the course of time, of course, because they are looking at it right now. But what we do know is that there were new restrictions put into place as the borders opened for foreign travelers to enter the United States on November 8th. So currently those are still in effect, but certainly check if you're traveling anytime soon for any updates that may be on the horizon. Things are very fluid and changing rapidly. So just make sure that you're completely aware and not just for the destination to where you're traveling and your return back to the United States, But if you have connecting flights in other countries, you want to check to see if there are any additional requirements for the transit, even if you're not staying there. I had a friend recently who went to Spain, went to Barcelona for a conference and was flying on Air Portugal, had to stop in Portugal. And because she only followed the restrictions for Spain and the United States, she was denied boarding because she didn't have proper documentation or documents or transiting in Portugal. So very, very important. Go to travel.state.gov, cdc.gov, and the World Health Organization, which is WHO. All very, very important. Some great news for Greenwood Rising. Remember, we did a show on that. Greenwood Rising is the museum 
in Tulsa that tells the story of Black Wall Street and the massacre that took place in Greenwood, the area of Tulsa where this event took place in 1921. Greenwood Rising has been selected among 20 nominees for the best new attractions in the country. Online voting currently opened for the 2021 Reader's Choice Awards sponsored by USA Today's Travel Guide website. Located at the intersection of Archer Street and Greenwood Avenue, the legacy project of the 1921 Tulsa Race Massacre Centennial Commission tells not just the history of the massacre, but a broader view of what came before and after and what is still possible in the future. I do have to do a sidebar here. If you remember the Gap Band, the Gap Band was from the area. GAP stands for Greenwood Archer and Pine. Now, the interim director, Phil Armstrong, is saying that they are receiving over a thousand visitors a week, which is incredible because they have not done any intentional national marketing. There's only one Greenwood rising in the world, and it's a rich cultural experience that highlights the legacy of Black Wall Street and the prominent African Americans who lived and worked there for nearly 100 years, according to the mayor of Tulsa. Mayor G.T. Bynum remarked that national recognition for the World Class History Center is a new source of pride for the city. Also in the news, Barbados has cut its ties with Queen Elizabeth and becomes a republic in what is called a dazzling ceremony. Prince Charles was in attendance and in his speech said the creation of the Republic offers a new beginning for the former British colony while his mother sent the island her warmest good wishes. Almost 400 years after the first English ship arrived on its golden shores, the former British colony of Barbados woke up Tuesday as a republic. The tiny island nation removed Queen Elizabeth II as its head of state in a spectacular ceremony late Monday. The event was held 55 years to the day since Barbados gained full independence but kept the monarch in the ceremonial role. The celebration was complete with fireworks, dancing, music, and was followed by Prime Minister Mia Motley declaring the singer Rihanna who is also a Barbadian native, as well as a global star, a national hero, stating, may you continue to shine like a diamond. <laughs> Sandra Mason, a Barbadian who had served as the island's governor general or queen's representative, was sworn in as the country's first president. She was elected to the figurehead post by parliament last month, but Mia Motley, the prime minister, will continue to run the country. There is a new wellness resort on the horizon, and it will be the first female Black-owned adult resort created for affordable wellness. Genesis House is the name, and it is slated to open in late 2022 or early 2023. Genesis Lafacard hopes that the Genesis House will give that aspect of taking care of yourself, but putting yourself first as you wake up. With the Genesis House, Arizona's first female Black-owned adult-only wellness resort and spa, creative director Genesis Lafacarde is working to bring a one-of-a-kind experience to Prescott, Arizona. 
With the Genesis House, she hopes to create an affordable wellness experience for all and to shed light on black people and people of color that are in these spaces. It'll be a 13-room destination retreat, heavily inspired by her Afro-Asian background and upbringing. Her grandmother is Chinese and immigrated to Jamaica. Her grandfather is Trinidadian and also has a French background. Growing up in a military family, she traveled to Europe and Asia. Visitors, she claims, will experience deep soaking baths in the rooms, healing instructors, 24-7 access to yoga and Pilates, meditation in the comfort of your room, gardens on the property, farm-to-table philosophy, Nordic spa, and an all-inclusive private culinary program. Again, Genesis House is set to open late 2022 or early 2023. More in traveling while black news, comedian Kevin on stage launches a show highlighting black owned restaurants. I love watching him on social media. Kevin on stage or Kevin Fredericks is a social media personality and comedian. He's hosting a new show called What's Good. And it'll take us on tour of black owned restaurants in the United States. Similar to diners, drive-ins, and dives that you can find on Food Network, but it will be specifically for African-American culture and cuisine. What's Good will stream on Kevin on Stage Studios and can also be viewed through the streaming services own app available iOS and Android users. The premiere for What's Good released November 26th. Well, that's all I've got for travel news. And when I come back, I'll have Javon's Travel Minute and Christmas gifts for the travelers in your life. So make sure you stay tuned for that. This is Traveling Culturati. We explore cultures and destinations. We share travel news and travel tips to keep you well-informed and prepared for your next travel adventure. So go ahead and up your travel game with Traveling Culturati. Visit TravelingCulturati.com for more information. Welcome back to the Traveling Culturati. I'm your host and travel pro, Javon Harley. Make sure you visit the website, TravelingCulturati.com. Connect with me on social media and don't forget to join that travel club. We've got a new and exciting gift giveaway that we want you to participate in. It's going to start December 6th and go for 12 days. It's the 12 days of travel. So from December 6th to the 17th, you want to follow along with our marketing brand, Traveling While Black. And you can follow us on any of the platforms, Instagram. We have a Facebook group and also our Facebook pages and Twitter. So make sure you follow along. You can either follow, join, or like whatever one you want to do because it's going to be across all of the platforms. Again, it's travelingwhileblack.com on Facebook, travelingwhileblacktwb on Instagram, and then also travelingwhileblack on Twitter. And like, follow, or join any of those pages. And for the 12 days of Christmas, we're going to do some nice gift giveaways, all travel related, some stocking stuffers and things that you can use in your travels. And now, Javon's Travel Minute. Make extra copies of your passport and important documents. It's so important to just have everything at your fingertips. 
I like to take printed copies because you just never know when your electronics are going to fail you, whether or not you're going to have a signal or not. But I also like to keep things electronically too. So I have the paper copies and then I also have a folder that I've created on my smartphone. But if you use a tablet, do the same there. And I download my important documents there so that I can go straight to it and display them whenever I need to if I can't get to my documents quickly enough, or maybe I've misplaced them somewhere in the many pockets of my bag. And don't forget to email a copy to yourself. That's another way that you can easily download it or have it on file for yourself. You just never know when you might need that documentation. And electronically is certainly the best way to go. And I think it will be the way of the future with new apps and things that are coming out, especially with vaccines, your health requirements, and all of that. Well, this is Javon, and that was your Travel Minute. You're looking for something special for the traveler in your life? Well, this is the show for you today. A gift for a traveler is thoughtful, it's functional, and I know I like to receive gifts I can use and that enhance my travel experience. The good news is that these gifts can be anything from a stocking stuffer that is easy and affordable or something very elaborate, depending on what your pockets look like and maybe the person that you're buying it for. The options are really endless. I wanted to start with some Black-owned companies that you can consider and add to your basket. One is a Black-owned company that delivers champagne from around the world and they focus on Black-owned brands. So as the holiday approaches, you want to think about those gifts. And what's great about this idea is that if the person is a traveler, but isn't traveling now, this is something that you can really give them, maybe some libations from around the world. That's a nice curated gift to give someone from different wines around the world, or one in particular, just to give them a taste of something. Now, again, it's a Black-owned woman company that delivers champagne from around the world. They do focus and highlight some Black-owned companies, but not exclusively Black-owned companies. And champagne, I mean, you can't get any better for that. And you give them that for Christmas, they're ready for the new year. There's a Black-owned champagne brand that I do like. A friend of mine gifted that to me last Christmas. It's Stuyvesant, if I am pronouncing that correctly, spelled S-T-U-Y-V-E-S-A-N-T. It is a Black-owned brand. And it's really good. My friend sent me the rosé champagne of that brand. Really good. The Sip. It was founded by friends Erica Davis and Catherine Carter. And they deliver sparkling wines and champagnes from around the world. And it's a beautiful eye-catching box that's perfect for a holiday gift. So again, The Sip. Check them out and add them to your list. Another Black-owned business is a directory for Black-owned businesses. Yes, and it's the acronym for Directory of Black-Owned Businesses and Organizations, DOBOBO. Yes, D-O-B-O-B-O, Directory of Black-Owned Businesses and Organizations. I love this. In addition to Okra, 
the app for finding restaurants. But yeah, I absolutely love this. And you can get it at dobobo.com or D-O-B-O-B-O. So it's an opportunity for Black-owned businesses to expose their services to millions. So if you have a Black-owned business, you can contact them and send in your information to info at dobobo.com with your business name, contact information, web address, business description, your social media contacts, any special offers that you may have in business hours. This is a great time to do it because, yes, we are coming up on the holidays. So let's talk about some of the other gifts that we can get for the travelers in our life. And I want to start that list off with stocking stuffers. Why? Because they're easy, they're affordable, and they're typically just high-functioning items. So where I start here is I think about my travel tips and possibly something the traveler either hasn't thought about or could use more of. So, you know, those things that we use routinely and we use them up. And so you can never have too many of them. Slippers is one. Yes, travel slippers. So you don't have to take the ones from your home, but you have some travel slippers that you keep in your luggage and you take with you. Now you can approach this two different ways. You can get some really nice ones that pack easily. Make sure it packs easily. Any gift you give a traveler. Um, And then they can take them with them and use them on all of their trips, even on the plane, especially for long flights. Or you give them like a pack of some less expensive ones, but really nice ones. And then that way, you know, if they wear them out, they have plenty that they can use. A friend of mine, she throws them away after either trip because she just doesn't want to wash them. Make sure they are washable for those that want to reuse them and make sure they have solid soles. Very important because... You know, you may walk upon something, you know, like in the bathroom or something like that. So you want to make sure that your feet aren't getting soaked. So it's very important to have solid soles on the bottom of these slippers. A travel sleep set is nice too. And you may be thinking that's not a stocking stuffer. Well, most travel sleep sets fold up very tightly because they have nice fabric like satin or silk. And then they fold up into these little cylindrical balls and little sack that it comes in. So yes, it can be a stocking stuffer. And we're all becoming sort of like germaphobes, aren't we? (laughs) So if you don't trust or if you have sensitive skin or allergies, and you don't want to sleep on a hotel sheets because you don't know what their laundry detergents are that can be possibly harsh, or maybe they're using something else like sprays that might irritate you or your skin, a nice sleep sack will help. It's kind of like a sleeping bag, but it's satin. You can fit right into it and then you can use that to get a nice colorful one. Cables. We all can use cables and so many times we misplace them. So a set of charging cables for all of your devices. I have one that I love, and you might want to look for this. I'm going to try not to give any brands today because this is not a sponsored show. So if I give a brand, it means I've used it. So with cables, I have one that has one USB, and then it comes out like one of those octopus things that you have. I have five different cable connections. So for example, my earbuds and my phone that has a circle pin, it fits that. I have some devices that have the old Android plug. It fits that. I have the one that does the wider Android plug. And then it even has an iPhone plug. I have another headset that uses that. 
And then sometimes there's a friend in need <laughs> with an iPhone or a plug that you don't normally use. That is a lifesaver and it has so many options on it. A power bank. You can never have enough power banks. I think I have one in every bag I own and I'm always grateful for it when I'm out and about, whether locally or traveling, and I'm running out of power on my phone that I can easily juice up and not looking for a plug somewhere. And again, think anything that helps with organization. For example, a cable organizer. So let's say you give them a pack of cables. They need a nice little bag to organize all of those cables because the worst thing is when you're digging around in a bottomless bag trying to find it. Packing cubes is another gift item that helps to organize. And these are things that you use a lot. So sometimes they get used up or maybe they hadn't thought to use it before. So Packing cubes is a nice gift idea. Shoe bags. I always say take shoe bags so that you can put your shoes in the bag and protect your clothing from the shoes. Think about your shoes go everywhere and you don't want to put that in your luggage and then put your clothes right next to it. So shoe bags. A laundry bag. That way you can keep your luggage very clean and compartmentalized. So when you use your clothes, you put your dirty clothes in the laundry bag, it makes it so much easier when you get back home. And again, you're keeping your soiled clothes away from your clean clothes. All of these things a traveler would love to have. A toiletry bag. And again, you may be thinking they already have one, but you know what? I like getting these things. I put it aside if I already have one and sometimes I need an extra one or it doubles as something else. Or if my bag breaks or tears, then I have another one right there. So again, never think about, well, they already have one because if you are someone who travels a lot, you can never have enough of these things. I also came across these reusable sandwich bags. So not the ones you get from the grocery store, but these are heavier bags, but they are sandwich bags. They're resealable, they're reusable, they come in different sizes, but they are great because they're TSA compliant and they can be used for different things. For example, one of the larger ones is great for a wet bathing suit that you have to pack away. You don't have time to dry it. So again, just think about things that are functional, things that help with organization. Travelers love that. Luggage tags. Again, this is something you can always use, putting an extra luggage tag because they come off. And I see why. One time I was sitting on the plane and I saw them loading luggage and offloading luggage. And sometimes they pull it by the handles or they pull it by the luggage tag and off it goes. There are some really cute ones you can get. You can get them monogrammed. That's something really nice to do. Travel adapters, especially for those international travelers, get the universal one, not one that's just one country specific, but get the universal ones. They will really come in handy and get one that has multiple USB ports because we have so many electronics today with our phones and our cameras and our tablets and our fitness watches and all of these things, smart watches, and we need to charge. And some Sometimes we need to charge multiple things at the same time. So if you have a travel adapter, a universal one, that's going to have multiple country plugs and multiple USB plugs, you are set. And then for road trippers, there are a lot of people out here who love 
road trips. I like them. I don't do them often, <laughs> but for those who do, a seat back organizer, those are always great. Even when I'm like just out, I don't drive much, but it is nice to have something to kind of put your things in, especially now with your phone and, you know, again, maybe a charger for your car too. A travel journal is always a nice thing to give. And you know, it could just be a simple journal or you can get one specifically for travel that's going to help guide the conversation with dates and times and destinations and asking certain questions to help fill that journal to help you along. And especially someone like me, I don't journal regularly, so I'm often at a loss of what to say. So I like the ones who kind of help me along and ask me questions or will have maps and other information in the journal itself. A good water bottle is always a good gift. And water bottles today, they're very elevated. One that travels easily and reminds us to get our daily intake of water is always a good thing. A portable Bluetooth speaker is always nice because sometimes you want to listen to music, but you don't always want to put those earbuds in your ear. I think we're all going to be hard of hearing <laughs> pretty soon with these earbuds in our ear. They do affect you, by the way. So, you know, when you get back to your hotel and you just want to create some ambiance in your room and relax, you know, that Bluetooth speaker that'll hook up to your phone and you don't need a docking station. Some hotels have them, but it's nice to have your own. They have some really, really small ones. I have one that's so tiny, it'll fit in my pocket, but it puts out some really good sound. Now, this one I think is very nice for anybody, but especially for ladies who travel alone. And that is a personal security door alarm. It's very small. It wedges either underneath the door. There's some that wedge along the side of the door, but it's extra security. It's an extra lock. And then also if the door's opening or opened, it sounds an alarm. A traveling first aid kit is always good. You can either buy one prepackaged or you can put it together yourself. And another thing that comes in handy that a lot of people may not think about is a waterproof phone case. I have one and I absolutely love it because it's something you can put in, it's airtight. And when you go swimming, whether you're in the ocean or pool or whatever, you can put your phone in there, protect it from the elements, and you can still take pictures. I've taken some great underwater pictures with it. I once was in Hawaii and we did a night swim with manta rays and I was able to take underwater pictures using my waterproof phone case. Make sure you secure it. Make sure you submerge it in water before you put your phone in it to make sure there's no leakage. But it's a great gift item. And get one that has a lanyard around the neck. So again, if you're out swimming, you're not going to have to hold it in your hand and not risk losing it. So let's kick it up a notch. What's our next step? So we've already talked about stocking stuffers. We talked about great organization or functional tools to help the traveler. And so again, we're talking about gifts for the traveler in your life. And now we're going to kick it up another notch. What are some of those other things that you can do? Gift cards are always great. I guess they would fit in the category of stocking stuffer and function. I love getting a gift card and I put it in my wallet and voila, I remember I have it when I'm traveling. Kind of think about the 
purchases that people will make. For example, if they're at the airport, there's a Starbucks at an airport. If you have a Starbucks card, you've given them the gift of coffee. So think about that too. It can be anywhere from $5 and up. So you want to buy them one cup of coffee, an entire breakfast, or a couple of cups of coffee. You can do that with the Starbucks card or any gift card. You have different restaurants that you can gift. And so thinking about local travel or national travel, traveling domestically, there are airline gift cards, hotel gift cards, rental car gift cards, or your generic gift cards like American Express or Visa or MasterCard, then that way they can use it anywhere. But also like Airbnb, you can gift something toward a stay. And if you know it's something that they do, this just is an extra savings for them and no one will ever turn down a savings. Trust me. You can gift music. There are different streaming services and apps. You can load someone's app or give them a gift card toward a streaming service that they can have that service with them when they travel. That's a great gift to give, kind of thinking outside of the box. Now let's talk about head to toe. I like to call this one head to toe because thinking about things that you can use from your head to your toe. So a hat. This could be a sun hat, a rain hat, a cap, a headscarf, a wrap, a satin bonnet. My niece gave me one year a satin bonnet that is extended so that my braids, because I have my hair braided, will fit in. And then that way, when you're sleeping, you're entire hair and head is tied up. That was a great gift. And I travel with it because usually I get braids when I go out of town. So again, those things that will help with the head and something like a rain cap that is crushable that will fold up is a great gift because you can just, again, put it in your luggage and you will always have it. And then when something happens, you're out and about and rain happens, you didn't expect, then you have a rain hat or a sun hat, anything. Many toiletry kits that include facial products, like a facial mist. Again, kind of thinking of things that they may or may not have thought about. There are two that I love. There's Col de Lee, a facial mist. It has grapeseed oil. It's great for hydrating on the plane. And you can get the big bottle or you can get that small bottle or get both so they can refill the small bottle for travel. So it is less than three ounces, the small bottle. And then the Evian water spray. I love that. And if you know somebody who's on flights a lot, it gets very dry on airplanes. They will love you. If you know their favorite products, get the miniature sizes or the travel sizes of them or put together a nice unique package. It could be toiletries like dental floss to deodorant, toothpaste, all of those things. And again, I love getting these little things. Whenever I go to the dentist, I make sure that I grab the mini toothpaste. These are things we can never have too many of. So when you're creative and you put these things together, they make great gifts. Put them in a nice little bag that they can also use. Um, Talking about bags, tote bags or day bags, ones that are collapsible and easy to pack. I always travel with them, put them in my bag so that if on my return, I bought more than I expected to, then I have an extra bag instead of having to buy a bag where I am. So those are always great. Scarves for warmth and for accessorizing. 
I always travel with scarves. You never know when you're going to need one. They're great for changing up your outfit. They're great for your hair, for your neck, and for warmth. So yeah, a scarf, a female traveler is always going to love a scarf. I've actually seen a lot of male travelers like scarves too. They understand and appreciate (laughs) what a scarf does for you. A travel jacket or cardigan. Again, these are things, when I say travel, I mean something that is functional and that it has pockets. It's something very simple, can be fashionable, but it's something that you may not be out and about around town with at home, but when you travel, it's always something you need. So again, something with pockets, something functional, something that will go with everything. Leggings. Now, leggings, they're the new jeans. I never travel without leggings anymore. They pack easy. They're fashionable. They're comfortable, especially to travel with. And get the workout ones that have pockets. I love the ones that have pockets. I can put my phone in there or something very quick that I need access to. Electronics are always a good gift. Earbuds, a hard drive, cloud storage, a tablet, anything that falls in that category that's really going to aid in travels. And of course, we have to talk about luggage. (laughs) Now, I usually stay away from the trio. You know how they sell those travel sets? Only because I have so many of the largest bags because I never travel with those 28 plus inch bags. I always travel with my carry-on, which is like 18 or 20 inches, depending. And then the next one that I normally travel with when I'm checking a bag, and that one's maximum 24 inches, just with restrictions now, with baggage restrictions and having to pay more. I just don't take that large bag anymore. So I have like five of them. So I no longer buy the trio, but one bag, something that maybe, you know, they've always wanted a laptop case or a duffel bag or a weekender. These are all really great options. Just kind of listen to the traveler in your life and see what they talk about. Ask them some questions on if they are saying if they need something or want something or want to try out something. And then Think outside of the box when you're talking about a gift for the traveler in your life. How about a local tour that's unique or another unique experience in their own town or in a place where you know that they're going to travel to? You can buy some extra miles or nights to add to their frequent flyer or their hotel program. You know, find out which airlines are you a frequent flyer of or do you have already miles for, and you can gift extra miles. How about access to a VIP lounge like Priority Pass or a major airline? You can buy those day passes. So that would always make a nice experience added, especially if they don't already have access to it, or even if they do, people can always use it. Museum passes. And again, this could be local and national or international. There are other local attractions and experiences that you can gift. And did they tell you about a trip or a destination they love? Get something from that destination online. So if they've been there before, something that might trigger that memory. For example, we talked about the black owned company, The Sip, that has champagnes from around the world. 
that could be something along those lines. Or maybe you can help them organize their memories with a photo album. Or again, electronically, you can always do something too. There are a lot of online platforms where you can have cloud storage or put together some electronic memories. And there's some great memory books that you can make into a coffee table book. And if you connect with them on social media, they have shared photos of them traveling. And you can certainly snag some photos there if you want to surprise them and create one of these books that can be a coffee table book and something that not only they can go back to, but when people visit them, that's a very thoughtful gift. And it's very personal. It's very unique. This isn't a last minute gift. This is something that you're going to have to get well in advance. And if you know that they're planning a trip that's coming up, maybe travel guides or unique places, unique information, like if they have an e-reader, it's something that you can give them that's downloadable, more information about the destination that they're traveling to. There are so many options, so many things that you can do. Just think about the traveler, ask them some questions. And of course, if you have the pockets, if you really, 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 really love them as well, you can take them on a trip. That's the ultimate gift. When I come back, we're going to have the culture report on why people hate the English language. This is Traveling Culturati. We explore cultures and destinations. We share travel news and travel tips to keep you well-informed and prepared for your next travel adventure. So go ahead and up your travel game with Traveling Culturati. Visit TravelingCulturati.com for more information. Welcome back to the Traveling Culturati. I'm Javon Harley, your host and travel pro. The website, TravelingCulturati.com. Check it out. And while you're there, follow us on social media and join the Travel Club. We've got a new and exciting gift giveaway that we want you to participate in. It's going to start December 6th and go for 12 days. It's the 12 days of travel. So from December 6th to the 17th, you want to follow along with our marketing brand, Traveling While Black. And you can follow us on any of the platforms, Instagram. We have a Facebook group and also our Facebook pages and Twitter. So make sure you follow along. You can either follow, join, or like whatever one you want to do because it's going to be across all of the platforms. Again, it's travelingwhileblack.com on Facebook, travelingwhileblacktwb on Instagram, and then also travelingwhileblack on Twitter. And like, follow, or join any of those pages. And for the 12 days of Christmas, we're going to do some nice gift giveaways, all travel related, some stocking stuffers and things that you can use in your travels. Culture is forever changing and reflecting what's happening in the society and with its people. It can be born of the arts, music, food, and sometimes politics and strife. This is the Culture Report. Last week, I highlighted a few Americanisms, things that only we say in America. But this week, I'm exploring why some people hate the English 
language and why it's difficult to learn. So I peruse the internet, or as I like to call it, the internet, <laughs> and found one of the main reasons is because the words that sound the same but are spelled differently, words that are spelled the same but have different meanings, and spellings that, well, just don't make sense are all reasons that people just hate the English language. And by the way, those words that sound the same but are different in meaning, those are homophones. Oh, the similarities, I tell you, the wrong one is often chosen when we're writing them as well. So when I'm on social media and I see all of these misspelled words, I'm like, oh my goodness, what's happening? So let's start off with some of these homophones. For example, pause and pause. Okay, so we have pause, P-A-W-S, and we have pause, P-A-U-S-E. We have allowed and allowed. So if I allow you something, allowed, I allowed this to happen, A-L-L-O-W-E-D, or he said that aloud, A-L-O-U-D. Yeah, I can see how this is confusing. You have alter and alter that only is separated by one letter, alter with an E and alter with an A. So if you're going to alter something as in alterations, or if you're going to the altar as in church, (laughs) pedal and pedal. And again, one letter, one with a T and one with a D, but we don't say petal or pedal. We say pedal. They're both. Well, we know one is like we pedal on a bicycle and the other one is a petal of a flower. Bazaar and bizarre. We don't say bazaar or bizarre. They're spelled differently, but we pronounce them the same. Bazaar. One is with the A, of course, that is like the market. The other one is strange. (laughs) The English language is strange. And then hair and hair. You know, the hair on our head with the eye and the hair as in the rabbit. Where and where. Like, where are you going? And then I want to wear clothes today. (laughs) Or maybe not. (laughs) And then there's some where there's so many like read, read, and read and read. <laughs> and so, you know, read and read spelled exactly the same, but one being in past tense, R-E-A-D. And then read, you know, the thin wooden piece that's used in instruments, read, R-E-E-D. And then there's red, the color red. So you can see how it's so confusing for somebody who's trying to learn English. Another one is sale and sale, you know, sale as in that transaction or that discount, S-A-L-E, or sale away. (laughs) And then there's just like read, here's another one, bow, 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 and bow. Yes, all spelled the same. (laughs) All spelled (laughs) B-O-W. So bow as in bow and arrow, bow as in a tied ribbon, bow as in the front of a ship, and bow as in a respectful gesture where we're bending at the hip. So bow, 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 all spelled B-O-W. Yeah, I can certainly see how that's confusing. Now, here's another one, spelled completely the same, exactly the same, M-I-N-U-T-E. But is it minute or minute? 
Well, which one is the verb and which one is the noun? They're spelled exactly the same, but just how you pronounce it and how you use it makes it all different. And let's talk about rules and when a letter is silent. That certainly perplexes everybody, self-included. And, you know, as we're learning this from children, I think what we do is we just remember it. We don't always remember the rule. We just remember it when we see it. For example, why is the H in what and why silent, but not in who, right? So in who, the W is silent. So again, if you say if H follows W, then the H is silent, but that doesn't always apply. It's like, who came up with the English language? (laughs) And then let's talk about those words that are spelled similar, but are pronounced differently with just changing one letter. For example, water and cater. So water, W-A-T-E-R, and cater, C-A-T-E-R. Just changing the W to a C makes the A, A in sound, and changing the C to a W makes it ah. So water and cater. But then there's waiter, (laughs) W-A-I-T-E-R. You can certainly see why there's that confusion. And then when you're looking up words that sound like, but then they never look like they would sound like. Like you can add water with slaughter. They rhyme, right? But slaughter, S-L-A-U-G-H-T-E-R. How (laughs) and why is that? But what's even more interesting, if you take the S off of slaughter, you have laughter. Yeah. L-A-U-G-H-T-E-R. Now the G-H is pronounced as F and A-U is not pronounced ah, but it's pronounced as. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Seriously, I got the idea to do this after last week I did the Americanisms, but also many times that I'm on the internet searching for different topics and different things to talk about. And I came across these string of YouTube videos where people who are learning or trying to learn English just say, I hate English. (laughs) Like, who came up with these words? And we know why. So many things have happened and changed. And then you have British versus English and Old English and New English and words that come from other countries and how we kind of change them. And so, yeah, there's a whole reason why it just comes down to English is a crazy language, but I'm not finished. I'm not finished. What about words that just don't make any sense? For example, of, of, why is of spelled O-F? Oven is O-V-E-N. So why wouldn't it be O-V if it's pronounced of? These are, you know, just questions that we ask. And these are the things that stump people who are learning the English language. So how about asthma? Asthma is another weird word, A-S-T-H-M-A. And a lot of people blame the scientific or medical community for making this word difficult. (laughs) But asthma actually first showed up as A-S-M-A, which makes more sense. Or A-S-M-Y-E-S. 
Yeah, so we don't know why that happened. But think of some of the other words that just aren't spelled the way they should be spelled, like diarrhea. If it's like diary and then ia on the end, shouldn't it be spelled D-I-A-R-I-A? But no, it's a little bit more complicated. Or like phlegm. How, well, you know, where did phlegm come from? P-H-L-E-G-M. And why is there an O in people? Just why? <laughs> Actually... The same reason there's an O in Jeopardy. So the reason Jeopardy, spelled J-E-O-P-A-R-D, is spelled weird is because of its French origin. Yeah, the Romans helped get the Anglo-Saxon language into writing, but some of it has French influence or French words. So when the French arrived, William the Conqueror in 1066, they brought their own words with them, of course. And the English vocabulary actually has a lot of Germanic, different influences and origins. I love looking up the etymology of words. But one expression was thought to be je parti. And again, excuse my French, but je parti, which means a divided game. But that became le perdée, and then with a Y, yo perdée, before settling into its current form. So we can blame the French for having the O in jeopardy and the O in people. So a lot of times when you look up the origin of the word, then you understand why it has a weird spelling in English or why it's not really an English word, but all very interesting, all the same. Like, for example, Wednesday. Why is it spelled Wednesday or W-E-D-N-E-S-D-A-Y? Well, Woden, who was an Anglo-Saxon god associated with both fury and poetic inspiration, also had a career in curing horses and carrying off the dead. And Wednesday is his day. So Woden's day has gone through various spellings. Wodnes dog, Wodnes die, Wednesday, 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 and even Shakespeare had a hand at dropping the D, and it was Wednesday, W E N S D A Y, but uh, didn't stick. So Woden, who on that particular day of the week would carry off the dead or curing horses, is the reason that we have Wednesday or Wednesday. Well, that's it for the show today. Wherever you go, go with all your heart. Confucius. Ladies and gentlemen. This is Traveling Culturati. We explore cultures and destinations. We share travel news and travel tips to keep you well-informed and prepared for your next travel adventure. So go ahead and up your travel game with Traveling Culturati. Visit TravelingCulturati.com for more information.